I got the edge and you got the edge and we're gonna take it to the top. Gonna take it to the top, yeah. Take it to the top. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Tracy Brown. Tracy is a U.S. Coast Guard veteran. She is the Director of Rehabilitation and Physiotherapist for over 25 years, with the last 10 years specializing in scar tissue therapy. She is a survivor of severe burns as a young child. Tracy is a number one best-selling author to both Author of Rescue to Recovery, A Veteran's Story of Hidden Scars and Personal Development, and number one international bestseller to women who boss up in health, wellness, and life. So welcome to the podcast, Tracy. I'm so excited to finally get to do this too. We've been talking about it for a while. We have. I'm so excited to be here and thank you for just opening up the space to do this. I really appreciate it. I love it. I like this is absolutely one of my favorite things. I keep saying I'm going to do some of these solo, but I'm like, why? I have way more fun interviewing people. <laughs> so, so yeah. I I love. Uh, first of all, Tracy and I met. Uh, we're both authors in the Women Who Boss Up in Health, Wellness, and Life, and we have gotten to know each other since over the last few years, but really have not been able to, we've kind of like been chatting back and forth, but haven't able yep. been able to like meet for this. So I'm really excited for this. Um, so what I like to do is just kind of open these up to uh, kind of like where you are in your journey. So um, I, I did not know that you were a Coast Guard veteran. I think that is the coolest thing ever. I bet you have tons of stories about that. Um, how, how long did you do that? And how did you transition from that to, uh, to being the director of a, a physiotherapist center? Well, actually, I'm, I'm, my, my uh, title would be more Director of Physiothera uh, Physical Therapy. I've, I've got that title, but I actually, I work hand in hand or side by side, I should say, with a, with a couple doctors uh, with the scar tissue therapy now. So, um, but, uh, you know, I, I tell people I was in the Coast Guard a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Um, it was, a, it was uh, I went in in 1983 and I was actually uh, stationed up in San Francisco. Um, and I was a, a swimmer on small boats. I was one of uh, very few uh, women that were actually doing it at that time. And so uh, in part of our training, we have to you know, learn first aid, basically you give it, you get it. We got what, was, what would be considered a crash course in EMT. Mm -hmm. We weren't necessarily an EMT. We had a three week course on basically, this is how you do this. Um, this is how, you know, if somebody's in the water you know, don't do this and don't do that, but do this. And then, you know, here's CPR and basic first aid and I hope it all works out have a great time. So we had about three weeks of that. And before, you know, they just basically said, okay, you're on duty now. Um, so it was, it, was, uh, it was pretty intense for a while, but um, I think my, my love of the healing arts probably started when I got burned. I was burned when I was eight and I was in the hospital mm -hmm. for, for months. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't think that, they didn't think that I'd survive. Um, the stories are in my book, by the way. So I tell some of the, so I tell some Coast Guard stories and I relate them back to, you know, you know, to, to real life and how I kind of work my way through PTSD is really what the story's about. Wow. But, um, but, you know, being in the hospital, you know, you're around the medical field all the time, you know, they're coming in two, three, four times a day, you know, 
is she mm -hmm. still alive? Um, mm -hmm. You know, those kind of things. And, and I really just became fascinated with it. And, and I do believe that, that there are people in this world that are, that are gifted healers. And I, I believe I'm one of them. And so you just, uh, by the grace of God, you migrate into the the space that you're you're working in your gifts. Right. I love that. That's yeah. that's uh, well, I um, I cannot imagine what you went through, especially as a child, and I I can't imagine the the PTSD. I I um, fresh out of nursing school, I worked on a burn unit uh, for a year and a half, probably. Yeah. That's and some brutal. serious, serious burn dressings. And sometimes I was doing those by myself at night. And I had, I remember this one patient and it was just, I would get, I would almost cry every time I was doing it. I'm like, I can't do this. Oh my gosh. I don't know how people do this all the time because you have to be called. Yeah, you have to. I mean, I, I had such empathy for him that I just had such a hard time like doing it. So, um, went on to work, been in the medical field for 30 years, just doing other things. But, yeah. um, but yes, I, um, I, I definitely want to read your book. So, so, uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, certainly. Um, so you have been doing this, uh, pretty much, uh, like a, like business with in business with doctors, basically. Yeah, that's how, basically. that's what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah. now you're kind of like transitioning to do more, uh, business, would you say you're online? Would you say your business is online? I would. Yeah, it's it's almost uh, wholly online, of course, since last year. Um, it, it's funny because my book uh, was published in or, or it was ready for publishing. I had finished it literally December of 2019 or uh, December of December, December of uh, yeah, 2019. And um, so we were going to publish, get everything ready to go in January. Uh, I had, and assuming that we would have everything, the books and everything by March. And so I had probably five plus, you know, live events set up for speaking uh, in April. And of course we know what happened in 2020. Right. So, uh, it, you know, you basically, okay, in person is not, uh, it's not viable right now. Mm -hmm. And who knows how long it's going to be until it is. So I, I made a big shift to um, online marketing, uh, online, you know, just really, okay, now, okay, I guess I do a podcast tour. So I just started thinking, you know, in, in lines of doing podcasts. And so I just started reaching out to podcasters and I've done, I don't know, probably 10 or 10 or plus, 10 plus, 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there, uh, podcasts. And, and I love it. I, I'm actually really digging doing the podcast thing because, you know, you find like-minded people that are doing the, these, these podcasts and, and they're always looking for content. Yeah. And so it's just a really beautiful little marriage that happens. And I'm, I'm just meeting people from just all kinds of different walks and, and different um, pods, if you will. And it's really awesome. I, I'm digging it. Yeah, the the I think uh, the podcasting is such a such a neat space. It's oh, yeah. uh, you're just having, especially when you're if I'm talking about like the interviews, like just having these deep conversations with people, and then realizing that this content is out there forever. I mean, yeah, it's just like the so free. Cool. So yeah, it's like it's the way to go if you're new to marketing. Um, this is definitely the way to get your name in front of you know, thousands and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, and it's out there forever. And, and the 
the space is so wide open and it's yeah. just a, it's just a fun, like, like I said, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've get busy and I think about letting this podcast go and I'm like, then I'd have an interview like this. And I'm like, Oh my God, no way. I'm, I love this. This is like the most awesome thing ever. It's yeah, so. kind of funny. I, I play golf and, and golf is one of those games where it's like, you know, you're frustrated probably 90% of the time because it's a difficult game, but you have that one hit and you're just like, okay, I'll be back next week. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've, I've heard that I had, I tried to play golf, um, I, my problem is I've always liked too many things. And so I've been in like all these different directions. Yeah. And after I gave up basketball and, and my knee and stuff, I started playing golf and I'm like, I was terrible, but then I would hit one ball. And when I connect, man, I could hit the ball like, and I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, like, that's like, yeah, I could be good at this. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, do this. And it yeah. kept me coming back for a while. And I'm like, you know what? It's just not my thing, you know? Yeah. So, but anyway, um, very cool. Well, uh, I, yeah, I can go down rabbit holes too. So, um, so I would love to know, uh, like, well, you, you kind of shared, I, I like to, to talk about a major hurdle, but I can't, I guess you just really shared that going from totally offline to online and using like different ways to get your message out. And I think that's so yeah. important for entrepreneurs to realize is that it's so important to, when you hit a roadblock, that just means another door is open and you, and you yeah. just have to keep looking. We, I mean, I think the coolest thing is we're creative problem solvers. Yeah. And so, um, so what is something that you've learned about yourself in this journey? Oh, Lord, I don't know that we have enough time for that. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, we both work with uh, Tam, Tam Luck, mm -hmm. and um, she's, she's, uh, she's a gem. She's a real, real she gift. Is. And, uh, you know, we work on one of the things that, that, and this is marketing, this is whether you've written a book, whether, no matter what you do or what it is that you want to really, if you want to do something fairly big in life, one of the things that you have to do is you've got to nail your message. And we talk about that all the time is nailing, you know, what is my message? What do I want to say to the world? And, you know, for me, uh, Rescue to Recovery, the book itself was literally the, the, the door, if you will because it was a place where I had to really, I had to look inward and, and see why I was playing so small. And that was a very big thing was, you know, what, what makes us not be great? What, what is the, what is it that, that, that keeps our voice quiet? What is it, what is it that we're hiding from? And so, and I, I found out for me, you know, a lot of the, the traumas that I had gone through because trauma, it was, it's, it's such this, you know, woo woo thing to some people, but it's, it's, it's not that difficult. And it was very easy for me to start seeing after a while, I'm slow, but I pick, catch up on things. Um, but I do scar tissue therapy and scar tissue, physical scar tissue. I have learned in my business and in my, in my practice that physical scar tissue is very much like emotional scar tissue, mm -hmm. physical scar tissue, as you know, in the medical field, it's considered confused tissue whether it's a trigger point, whether it's a, whether it's a scar, whatever it is, it's confused tissue and it's just not functioning the way that it should. And the light bulb literally went off in, in my mind when I'm writing this book about trauma, it's emotional trauma. It's the same thing. You have these insults to your soul and, 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 yes. and what it does is it confuses and it shuts you down and you slowly and slowly and, and continually start playing smaller and smaller, your world gets smaller and smaller because you don't want people to touch you. You don't want people to reach in. You don't want to be seen. And so, you know, here, here I was in this, um, really this, this dilemma of, 
okay, well, I really have, I think I've got something to say here, but gosh, I really don't want anybody to see me, you know, and not, not that this yeah. was necessarily cognitive. It was just this, this inner battle that I was not understanding that was going on. And so, um, you know, we get back to marketing and, 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 the, you know, a lot of people freeze about putting themselves out there. People are, oh, I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to do this. Well, I, I've, in my life, I've come to the place where I, I, I understand that I just didn't want to be seen. And, you know, we go back to Brene Brown and the things that she talks about as far as really courage and what it is. And, it, and it's, a, it's allowing people to see you. And so, and this, I think, is some of the greatest marketing that there is, is just being your authentic self, because those that need to hear you will. And if you are going through this, you are not the only person going through this. Right. There's too many of us that are going through these, through many different things. So that was a really great thing that I learned was that as, as I give myself permission to open up, my voice and, and my hope that my voice is, is that allowing other people to open up so we can hear their stories and that we can all heal from each other. I love That's that. My hope. That's beautiful. And I, and I definitely see the analogy. And you, when you were saying that, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's the same principle, but thinking of it also is like, you were talking about it as disorganized tissue. I love, I love that. Also it's constrictive. So it's like yeah. this band and it's, and so same thing, it's the same thing we want. We want to grow. We want to bust through that cellophane ceiling or whatever. And we start, but then we just like get slapped down. It's like a limiting belief. And so I really, yeah. I really see that. I, re I really could, could, I love that analogy. It's so yeah. beautiful and it's so true. And, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, you, it's so cool when we can connect our, our traumas, our, um, our hurts and our pains to our purpose and like how, you know, getting that message out. And, and I'm, and I'm the same way. It's like, I, what is it that keeps me stuck? What is it that keeps other, what is that thing yeah. that we want, we want to grow and expand, but you know, we have this, some belief or some old story that we keep playing through that, that keeps us playing small. So I love yeah. that you shared that. And, and I love that you're not playing small. <laughs> so not playing small anymore. You know, it was interesting, uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Nefertari, you know, one of her sayings, and I don't, I don't know that she coined it, maybe she did, but it's our pain is our power. And, and it's, and it's, 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 if nothing else, and I'm sure there's more things, but if nothing else, it is our expertise right. because we live in it daily. We're, we're in it and we, and yeah. we feel it. And, you know, one of my, my goals with the book, when I wrote the book was, uh, you know, I, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this out. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've told you the story before, but um, Tam and I started to work on, on my book in 2018. And I, you know, started digging around and I didn't think I was going to read, write this book. I wrote it. I have another book that I wasn't going to write, but I, I ended up writing this one. But it was really interesting because we got started and I literally told her, I said, you know, I need to take a break. I need to do some therapy because I don't have the tools right now. I don't know how to get this out. I don't know. I, I don't have the tools to, to do this. So I took a year off and did just specific PTS uh, uh, therapy, um, very specific. And I'm so thankful I did that because it really helped my voice. It helped me get my voice around what it is that I wanted my message to be. 
And mm -hmm. so, you know, my encouragement in, in, with anybody, and, and I do a lot of this on my Facebook page is, you know, take, take, the, take whatever time you need. We have it. Take the time to, to, to look at yourself because if you can't look at yourself, then, then you're not going to let anybody else look at you. And so, you know, it's, it was really a, an eye opener for me to just go, okay, let, let me just take a, a couple steps back here and let's, let's do the two step. We'll take two steps, back and we'll take another step forward, right. you know, yeah. and, it's, and it's worth it. Yeah. I love it. I, I think it's such a good point is to examine, you know, if we have these, and I think everybody has them, these, we, yeah. we're meant to grow and expand and, and, uh, and yeah. just these beliefs that stop us. And so really diving into why is it, you know, what, what's holding me back? If yeah. we don't examine it, we'll just stay in our play. You know, we'll just stay where we are and not. But what you what you resist persists, right? Yes, exactly. So, so we resist it, and it's like, okay, well, it's just going to come back around some way somehow, right? You know? And I and I did that. I I have to, you know, I did it for easily forty years. You know, and that's a long time. I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's oh, a yeah. long time. And and I realized that I I've probably been hiding close to fifty years of my life. Yeah hiding something, whether it be hiding a pain or a trauma or an inability or a shortcoming, whatever it is that, that I was hiding. And in hiding that, I was not allowing myself to move forward because, mm -hmm. you know, again, courage, you've, you, you, have to, you have to be willing to let people see you. And yeah. so, you know, just in the last couple of years or probably three or four years, if I come to the place where it's like, okay, you know, I got nothing else to hide. I, here, here we go. Here's me. Here's me. And yeah. You like it, you don't, that's, that's all good because I've really come to terms with me and I'm okay yeah. with me. So, you know, right. and, and we all find that space in, in different times, you know, there's, there's no right, there's no wrong, there's no great trauma or bad trauma. There's just trauma and, and growth, you yeah. know, that's, that's really what we have. And we can, we can crawl up in a ball. And I did that for a lot of years. It didn't look like it. Cause I played, you know, I played the card. I'm great. You know, I played that card mm -hmm. really well. I got good at it. Right. But I wasn't progressing. I wasn't moving forward. Right. You know, I was happy in my little shell. And it's like, you know, shells off, kid gloves are off, and here we go. Yeah, I love that. I, you know, it, it's so um, it's so true that we play we we play the I'm okay card. I ha I've played that for years. Um, yeah. I'm in recovery. People like people were shocked when I finally came out because I always like put this front on that. Oh really? I, well, I would have never guessed. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, I'm a good, I'm a good liar. Basically, I lie. You know, that's a facade. Yeah, and, lying to yourself. Yeah, lying to yourself. And so basically, uh, when we um, are just our set, when we when we're okay with ourselves and we're not worried about what other people are gonna think, then people actually respect us more. I feel like I respect like the people that share their vulnerabilities are like, Oh my God, I want to be that. I want to be like that. And I want to get to know that person because they are so willing to put themselves out there so that they they're doing it not yeah. to get attention. They're doing it to share their message because they know if only one person hears it, yes. it was worth whatever risk they took to exactly. share it. Yep. That's exactly true. So and that's, it, it, well, you're, you're literally observing courage. You're, you're observing it. And, and I think there's, I think in every one of us, we all want to have some, we want to have that kind of courage. I think we really do. I mean, I know for years, for years, you know, it's just like, God, if I, if I could only say this, like if I could only speak this, if it, 
you know, and for in when we go back to the confusion of the of the scar tissue or confusion of the trauma, part of it for me, the hard part was that I couldn't I couldn't grasp what it was that was holding me back. I could I could not see it. I could not feel it. I could not touch it, and it was just beyond frustrating. And it created irritation, which is, and these are all PTS, you know, characteristics, you know, frustration, irritation, anger, you know, all those things. And part of it was because I, I, you know, I just couldn't get a handle on what it was that was, you know, doing all the scrambling in my brain. I mean, it was, it was, it was frustrating. Well, so, so did you not realize that you had PTSD till you started doing therapy in 2000? Oh my god! I did. I was undiagnosed for over 30 years. Wow. I had probably closer to 35 years. I, I didn't know. And, and, and I write the, the stories in my book, but I, I didn't really realize it until probably I started getting an inkling of it about probably nine years ago when a friend of mine posted on Facebook, 16 characteristics of PTS, and I had 14 of them. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> this could be, this could explain a lot, you know? <laughs> and, and, and of course, you know, I'm like in the middle of my, you know, hurricane of life and I'm just like, Okay, I'm just going to file that, but I got to get going. <laughs> Come back to that later. <laughs> yeah, because that, okay, but I, I, I have to live life, you know, because I've been self-employed most of my, most of my mm-hmm. life. And so it's just like, I couldn't just say, hey, I need to take a leave of absence here and, and still get paid. It's just like, you got to get up. You, and like I say, no worky, no checky. So yeah. it's like, get up and work yeah. and, and set that aside because I don't have time to deal with that right now. Right. I, I, cause I didn't think that I had the wherewithal. I didn't think that I could actually deal with my trauma or whatever this was that was uh, posted on Facebook. I didn't think that I'd have time to do that. And, and I had known, I, I think somewhere in me, I knew that there was something like that that was holding me back. And I was thinking, holy crap, if it's holding me back like this, if I let this, this monster out, I, I, I won't be able to function. I will not be able to function in society. And it's the complete opposite. That's the thing about once you start talking about the traumas, it doesn't shut you down more. It doesn't, it doesn't mm-hmm. cut you off more. It doesn't, the monster doesn't get bigger. It's, it's like when you bring something into the light, it gets smaller. Right. It's like releasing the scar tissue. It's, it's releasing the scar tissue. Yeah. And now the fibers get to move and they get to do yeah. what they're supposed to do. And it, but you know, we get these things in our head and these, these fears and, and, you know, fear is not a great thing. Danger, understanding the difference between danger and fear is, is good, but fear is mostly made up. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's real, but fear is made up. Yeah. Yeah, So it's, yeah, we're still wired like cavemen. We're, we're wired for something that, that we're emotionally afraid of. We still get the same chemical releases that we do if the tiger's chasing us. So exactly right. Yeah. So, but so just being aware of that is so important for people because it's like you can ask yourself in the, the question to get yourself out of that adrenaline dump of, wait a minute, is this, am I in danger or is this just, no, this is some silly story in my head. Oh my gosh. I'm not in any danger. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, just little simple things like that can actually yeah. you know, change your life. Yeah, one of my mantras I had to, in order to calm myself down because I would get a little piece of information and that fear would come up. And I literally, my mantra became, nothing has changed. There's, there's nothing different right now. Nothing, nothing has physically changed, nothing has changed. 
So, so this is all that I'm making. I'm making all this up in my head. So, so let's look at what's real. Let's really look physically what's real. And I had to literally talk myself off of ledges. Right. Play how many times. Right. I, uh, I think I, I remember going through some, not the same thing, but you know, with my recovery, but what if this, well, what if that, what if, what if, what, yeah. what, what, if what, 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 you know? And so all of those, what ifs were always these worst case scenarios yeah. that never happened. And so the same thing I would go, but wait a minute, right now, in this moment, right. everything's fine. Everything and so that's, fine. if we could just live every moment of like, Oh, right now everything's really actually really good and um and practicing presenteeism that's <laughs> right practicing what presenteeism i love that i've never heard it like that <laughs> presenteeism i love it that's, yeah, that's awesome yeah very good oh this is such good stuff thank you for sharing that that's, oh thanks that's, you know i appreciate being here i, I like yeah. i like telling my story these days didn't before I but i like it now yeah i know and it's and yeah. it's so powerful um that i know that it's going to help a lot of people Thank so Tracy, um, if you were going to give someone some advice that was just a brand new entrepreneur starting out, um, I mean, I say online because that's who I deal with, but it could be in any area. What would your um, suggestion to them be? You know, uh, first and foremost, you know, because and, and it's a question that I had asked myself for, for years and years and years, partially because of, I, I felt I dealt with a lot of depression. But, you know, uh, the question that I asked, and I'll refine it a bit, but the first question was, what's the point? You know, it's like, you know, for me, I was going through, what's the point of life? What's the point of the big picture? You know, why are we here? That kind of stuff. But the other thing is, you know, if you're starting out as an entrepreneur, you have to ask yourself why. What is it that's driving you? If it's just money, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to do you very well. Nope. Money, money can be, it can be a driver, but it's not going to wake you up every single morning. My, my encouragement is if you're going to be an entrepreneur, always go back to what is it that you have a motivational gift for, or what is your passion? What makes you happy? What are the things that, that just, you know, like I, I also do, I'm, I'm, I'm in wellness. I'm in the wellness industry. I also have a, a, a part of a network marketing company that actually supports what I do, you know, because I believe in business, we have to take care of us first, we have to get our nutrition right, we have to get our exercise on and we've got to get our sleep right. That's the first thing I have to do as an entrepreneur, I need to get me in a space where I'm taken care of so I can actually serve others. And so my first, my first thing is, whatever you're doing let it be a passionate thing because if you if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life and it'll wake you up and it'll get you through the hard times and you know all these things so look at what's motivating you why are you in the industry that you're in because if you're looking at anything like network marketing or something like that if it's just something that you think you're going to get rich quick or it's going to be money it's not going to serve you and it's not going to happen you really have to get in touch with you and taking care of yourself and then how can i serve Love because that. because the only people that really make any money in this world are people that are serving or solving problems. So what problem can you solve or what how can how can you truly and authentically serve people? And if you find that place and you find it in com in conjunction with your passion with it which it's out there and it's 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 available for every single person no matter what their passion is. That's where you have to start from because otherwise you'll just be frustrated and not do well. I love that. That's brilliant advice. And it's so true. I think 
um, you know, I, I call it align, align before you design. So, oh, see, that's great. Yeah. I love that. So that's actually the first step in my program. So, so I, because I see so many people, I saw a post this morning, well, I was doing this and I was doing that. And, but what should I do? I'm like, you got to figure out what you want to do. I mean, yeah. there are all kinds of things you can do. There's so many choices and options out there that you can make money at, but you won't last because none of them are easy. Right. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. You have no. to like, it, there's always another problem to solve. There's always, you know, and it's so competitive that yep. you have to find the thing that, that you love and that it yep. drives you. And that it's going to, like you said, that's going to yep. solve a problem and that it's going to serve people. Yeah. Well, cause yeah. people think, you know, success goes like this, right? You've seen that chart. They think, oh, it's just going to do this and this. And it's like, yeah, like this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I laugh. I laugh because I have always had go like big goals where there was a straight line to the top, like yeah. becoming a nurse anesthetist. There's a path, there's a path that, yeah. that it's that, and there is a path to doing things correctly. And, and definitely yes. you should get a mentor or a coach. Yep. But there are way more variables than there are to getting a degree or to getting, yep. you know, you know, yeah. so, um, definitely so yeah, it's definitely all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so. You're my cat. It's just, he likes, he, he gets tired of me not paying attention. To oh, him. that's okay. The background. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear him, but, but that's good. Yeah. So, so Tracy, uh, this is, oh man, this is really lots of good stuff in here. What okay. is next for you? What, I know you've got something in your site. So what is your. What is the next goal? The next goal is I'm actually, my next goal is to get my cat to <laughs> stop talking. He's such a talker. Um, but my, uh, I'm actually working with a speaking coach right now. I'm starting in February and uh, really is to get, um, get in front of more people. I mean, that really, that's the game right now is, is talking to more people uh, and, and helping my whole, my whole hope is if I can just get one or two people to talk about their traumas and and move forward because I I believe more than anything that our voices, my voice, your voice, our stories, we have them to give to others because I believe that that we each each of us need all of us. Right. You know, I, some people hear me and they hear my voice and they go, oh man, I totally relate. And there's some people that go, I have no idea what she's talking about. Yeah. Steph, I totally yeah. get what she's talking. Yeah, absolutely. We and all we need to tell different stories. We can all tell the almost the exact same story, but we tell it the way that we tell it so other people can understand it. Yeah. And so that's my hope is that I can get in front of more people and talk to more people and and hopefully bring more healing to this world. That's really kind of my 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 thing. I love that. I you know, it's the same thing, you know, I get a kick out of all the different arguments over you know, religion and it's this way and it's that way. And I mean, all over around the world, the global thing to, to a higher power. And I'm like, guys, you know, it, it's just like anything else. There's a, there's a, there's a different path for the different people. It's like, there's, there's maybe one mountain, but there's like all different sides and paths and ways to get there. And it's like, you're not, one is not necessarily better than the other. It just speaks into that person. And so it's the same way with our stories. It's like, we may have, there may be five people that like had the same event happen that caused trauma in their life and they all interpret it different. They all had different experiences. And so their experiences are going to, when they tell that story, it's going to reach different people. And so I don't know. I totally agree with that. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I it's just, you know, in this world that we're in right now, I mean, there's, there's so much division and, and, you know, people are, are, are 
so intent on the differences and it's like people we we have more in common than we do differences we have more in common in our lives than we do uh in anything and so i i like to focus on you know what do we have in common where's where's our common ground where can we meet there you know and and it's 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 just to me it's an easier path yeah it is, you know? it is an just, easier and, path. and i'm tired i'm, I'm kind of tired of, of being so resistant you know my i, I just want to find an easy flow and get in it yeah you know? I, I love it yeah it's 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 definitely much easier to go with the flow than against the grain for sure yeah and so. it's not it's not it's not the you know being you know like everybody else it's not it's not like that oh, yeah finding the flow that feels that that works for me and allowing myself to be in my own flow and not letting somebody go, oh, I don't like your flow. And it's like, well, if you don't like my flow, that's all good. Have a great day and, and <laughs> yeah. input and just keep yeah. moving, right. you know, because this is what's working for me. And, and, mm -hmm. it, and it brings that harmony. And then I get to, I get to, I get I to breathe it. easy and, and smile a lot. And I like that. Yeah. You know, I've had too much for too many years that I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think, I think some of that for me has, come through age and just like partially yeah yeah just like listen I've I've spent all the years worrying about what other people think or not doing my own thing or whatever right. and it's like you realize that like oh my gosh the rest of my life I'm gonna live it on my terms and and in my flow exactly yeah, yeah. So. well it's funny because uh years ago somebody said uh you know in your 20s and 30s you're so worried about what people think and then when you're 40 and 50, you get to the point where you really don't care what people think. And then when you're 60, you realize, well, gosh, nobody was really thinking about me anyway. <laughs> I've heard that's awesome. That's true. <laughs> and I used to say, you know, I just want to get that last part. I want to catch on to that because nobody's, yeah. you know, nope. most people were all lost in our own little thoughts. Anyway. Exactly. So nope. it's like, you know. Right. It's right. It's like worrying what people think is like the last thing that anyone needs to be doing because everybody's thinking about their own stuff. I mean, yeah. most of the time, you most know, time. and we've got and a lot to think about. We do. We, we so, do. So it's just like, take a deep breath, you know, get in your flow, find your happy place, you know, find a place where you can serve in joy and, and, you know, let's, let's make this place a better place while we're here. You know, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I love that. We're going to be here. We might as well make it good. That's right. That's right. I, I mean, I, I totally agree with that. I'm like, you know, somebody at work will say, oh my God, you're always in such a good mood. I'm like, got to be here for eight hours. I might as well enjoy it. You know, <laughs> it's like, why not? I'm so, here. I got a choice. I can either be happy or just be miserable. And right. I was miserable for a lot of years. And it's like, yeah, yeah I don't like no, it. Don't, don't want to do that for sure. anymore. So Tracy, uh, what if you had a switch, totally switching gears here, okay, if, cool. if there was a, if you had a billboard that was out there for, for everybody passing by for the world to see, what would your message be to the world? Oh, it would probably be, Well, it's, it's on the veins of, you know, why are you hiding or what are you hiding from or why are you not, why, what's holding you back from your greatness? Ooh, that one. I what's love that. Your greatness? What's holding you back from your greatness? That's, yeah. that's beautiful. And that's yeah. such a great question for people to ponder as they're driving by. 
Yeah. Can you imagine driving down the road and seeing that and you're, you've got 300 miles to go? Yeah. And you're just thinking, I mean, that's, see, I love this billboard idea. I just no think board, it's such that. a cool idea. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Holding you back from your greatness. And, and yeah. And, and you got to look, you, you have, you have to take a look and you, and it's not a superficial thing. You know, one of the, one of the drills that I've done with people is, um, you know, it's the why drill and you, why you ask why seven la layers deep, you know, you right. know, why do you want to lose weight? Well, I want to look good in a bathing suit. Why? Well, right. because, you know, I, you know, whatever. And it's just right. the why, 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 why? And sooner or later you get to that level, it's just like, oh, that's what's holding me back from my greatness. Yeah. It's usually something that happened when you were five or six or seven or something, you know, it's like one, yeah, yeah. it always goes back almost to childhood. Yeah. yeah. Almost always. Well, you know, and yeah. Tam, I love Tam. She's like, you know, we, all of us are pretty much who we were when we were four. You know, we, we you had this, you had this thing of like, ah, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I could, you know, and at four years old, I mean, it made perfect sense that you could be, you know, a, a meter maid and drive a Ferrari. I mean, <laughs> it made sense as a kid, you know, it's like, yeah, I can do it all. And it's like, and then as we get older, it's like, well, I can't do it all. It's like, yeah, you can. Yeah. Really yeah. Can. Your greatness can shine. It's yeah. going to take work because we've got some, some traumas to our soul that we have to kind of deal with. Right. You know, some right. insults. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. Is there anything that we haven't talked about or that I haven't asked you that you would like to share with the listeners? Wow. Um, yeah, probably hours worth, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I like to encourage people. I, I think I've, I was put on this earth to be some sort of a cheerleader. Um, mm -hmm. but I really encourage people that, that what you might think inside of you is not really a monster. It's just something that's trying to, that's, that's somehow in a twisted way, trying to protect you. And, and we don't need that protection anymore. Mm -hmm. We're, we're okay. We're in, especially if we're in the United States, we're in probably one of the safest places you can be to be yourself. And so my encouragement is, you know, find that place in yourself that you can actually um, be courageous, that you can allow somebody, even if it's just one person, allow them to see you, you know, and, and, and just be seen by them. Because, as you know, I'm a big, big fan of Brene Brown in that, you know, we connect, our connection starts when we allow people to see us. And so, you know, I had missed connection for a long, long time because I would not, I was, I would, re, I refused to let people see me and see what was going on and see my pains and see my, my shortcomings, what I thought were shortcomings, but they really weren't. And so we've covered this, but, but it's really just what my message is, is it's just, you know, take a step. If you've never allowed anybody to see a pain of yours, find one person that you trust and tell them. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that will open, opens everything. the door for, it opens, for, uh, it opens the door. It, it, yeah. it unlocks this door and it opens yeah. it up and then it gives you these options for possibilities. It's the line from Leonard Cohen, the crack is where, what is it? The crack is where all the light gets light in or something in. like that. It's like, yeah. yeah, that little crack, open that little crack and that's, crack and see that light. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, um, I, this is sort of, uh, what is it? The, the Japanese art of yeah. Kintsugi, yes, yeah. where the cracks in the pots are filled with gold. Uh, filled with gold. They're celebrated. Yeah. So the imperfections are actually celebrated. And I, I just love that. I actually, um, yeah. that was in my first book. And I, I just 
think that is just a beautiful thing because we, we see these flaws as like, like, oh, this is like something that I don't like about myself. And it's, but no, it's like, it's, it's a pain that like you've gone through and it's like, it's going to help somebody else. And like, let's celebrate that. Um, and and those are the places we connect. That's yeah. Connect in our, in our imperfections. Uh, Perfection is, it's so unattainable, you know, it, it just, it, and it's, and it's hard to maintain because right. we are not perfect beings. We are flawed beings. And when we allow people to see our flaws, we're allowing people to say me too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what we, we give each other the gift of, look, I, I'm, I am a mess, but I'm still moving forward and I'm moving through the mess and I'm looking through all these things and I'm going, oh, there's another thing that I can look at, you know, and, and, and it invites people into healing. Right. I, I, the thing about perfection versus which you're right, it doesn't exist for sure in like humans, but even just thinking about um, something that just appears to be like perfect versus something with like some scars and texture and yeah. To me, the the imperfections are what give the thing or the person character yeah. and makes it so interesting and unique. And like, I always gravitate toward the the things that aren't shiny and perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my thing. So so um, it just thinking about those things are what make you unique and have beauty and character and and draws, and, people, um, to and draws people to you. So those are the differences that we are drawn to. It's not the, not the, not the spiritual or, you know, the, the religion or those kind of things we're drawn to. I am anyway, I'm drawn to the imperfections in people. Yeah. Because it just goes, I get it. You know, I get it. And and, and that's where we connect with people. Right. I, I don't know that I've ever connected to somebody that's, that is seemingly perfect. Yeah. You know, I got it all together. Okay. Well, have a great life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh man, they, they've got a great life. Everything looks great. Exactly. Can't relate to that. Yeah. Well, I tried and it just doesn't work. You no. know? Right. So. Right. I love that. Well, Tracy, this has been fantastic. Where can, um, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, they can find me. My uh, they can go to my website www.rescuetorecovery.com, all one word. And uh, my book is there. A little bit about me is there. Uh, people can send me an email if they want to book me for anything. Um, that's pretty much where I, I. That is my funnel right now. Okay, awesome, right. awesome, it's good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to drop that in the show notes and also the name of both Yeah, and they can also books. find me on Facebook at uh, Tracy Brown Consulting. Okay, Tracy Brown yeah. Consulting. I'll put that yeah. in there too. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. This is fantastic. So yeah. guys, uh, go look Tracy up at www.rescuetorecovery.com. You can connect with her there yep. and you can connect with her at Tracy Brown Consulting. And it's with a, it's Tracy with an E, correct? Tracy with yes. Yeah. And I'm also okay. on uh, Instagram at uh, be a leader, B-E-A-L-E-A-D-E-R, be a leader. Okay, be a leader. Okay, well, I need to connect with you on Instagram as well. Yeah, 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 we definitely okay. do. Awesome. Tracy, thank you so much for spending part of your Sunday morning with us. I hope you have an amazing rest of the weekend. Oh, and thank you. And yeah, guys, thanks, Steph, so much. I appreciate you. Really, I do. Thank you so oh. much. You're welcome. You're welcome. I look forward to maybe even collaborating some in the future. I think that would be great. Yeah. I get it. Good deal. Thank you guys.
got the edge. Mm-hmm.